Don't be afraid. Lock the doors. Turn out the lights. And climb into bed. It's time for Hillbilly Dead Time Stories. There are several haunted locations in the United States brought about by the Civil War. Not surprising when you consider that 620,000 Americans lost their life during this war. More than half of these casualties did not happen on the battlefield, though. These deaths were attributed to disease or festering wounds. We always think about the haunted battlefields of Gettysburg, Shiloh, and Fort Sumter, to name a few. Rarely do we talk about the smaller battlefields. Today you will learn about Fort Brown in Brownsville, Texas, a fort where the very last battle of the Civil War was fought. Strangely enough, the battle should never have taken place. Way down at the very bottom of the Rio Grande Valley, at what one might call the jumping off place, lies a beautiful city of some 95,000 souls called Brownsville, Texas. The city sits just across the Rio Grande from its sister city, Matamoros, and the Mexican state of Tamaulipas. The two cities are in one of the most interesting and intriguing regions in Texas dating back to the Spanish colonial days and covering periods of exploration, wars, revolutions, banditry, and you name it, it was there. General Zachary Taylor established Fort Brown in 1846 to maintain the United States claim to the Rio Grande as the international boundary, the line that was won 10 years earlier by Texans in their battle for independence from Mexican domination. The old fort housed troops during the Mexican War, defended the border, and later exchanged hands during the Civil War. By a strange quirk of fate, the last engagement of the Civil War, the Battle of Palmetto Ranch, was fought near Brownsville, Texas in May of 1865. Confederate soldiers under the command of Colonel John S. Ford, not having heard of Lee's surrender a month earlier, completely routed and captured a Federal force in the fierce running two-day encounter. Only after the battle did the forces learn of Lee's surrender. The victors then became the formal captives of their former prisoners. That battle was the final one of the Civil War. Fort Brown's hospital was where the famous Dr. William Crawford Gorgas did much of his yellow fever research. During the Spanish-American War, he was appointed Chief Sanitary Officer in Havana, Cuba, and did much to clear that city of yellow fever. Then he was sent to Panama, where in five years he succeeded in greatly reducing the death rate from yellow fever during the time that the canal was being built. Today, the hospital has been converted to an administration building for the University of Texas at Brownsboro and is called Gorgas Hall. Other campus buildings from the original Fort Days, which ended in 1920, are the Medical Laboratory, the Military Police Headquarters, the Post Guard House, 
the morgue, and the post headquarters. Of course, the former fort has its ghost. Yolanda Gonzalez, librarian at the Arnolfo L. Oliveira Memorial Library on the University of Texas campus, said in an interview that there are supposed to be ghosts everywhere. According to her own personal sightings and experiences, she believes that the college ghosts are friendly and she doesn't fear them. On several occasions, she has seen books in the glass front cabinets move slowly as if someone were searching on the shelves for a certain book. One night, while working late putting up a display to go on view the next day, she saw a door to the hunter room open, then close. She thought that the janitors might have opened the door and ignored it until she saw both of the janitors come in together from having dinner. The three then investigated and found that the door was still locked. Gonzalez said that they told her that it was just the ghost of the college. According to an article which appeared on October 31, 1993 in the Brownsville Herald, one of the most widely told stories concerning the old fort was related by a janitor who early one morning walked out of the building and heard the thundering of horse hooves and the stomping of marching soldiers. When he looked out the window, he saw an entire regiment of soldiers on parade saluting the American flag. Ms. Gonzalez talked at length to the janitor who had viewed the strange dawn ceremony. She said he described in great detail how the soldiers and the horses looked and said that a bugler was standing near the flag. He said the sound of the horse's hooves was so loud that he got scared and tried to run away. Later that same morning, the janitor found a button from a uniform and a buckle. He kept the button but gave Gonzalez the buckle, which she took to the historic Brownsville Museum. Museum director Bruce Aiken authenticated it as being a buckle used in some sort of harness like a backpack or horse harness. Akins was quoted as saying that it could have been used any time from the 1860s to the 1910s. The ghostly soldiers also bothered another college employee. When John Barham, former Dean of Continuing Education, first arrived in Brownsville, he was given a room at the old commandant's house until he could find a place to live. Barham said that for three mornings he was awakened by the sounds of marching feet and prancing horse hooves. He said he could distinctly hear the hooves beats and the jingling of the spurs. Barham told the college officials that he had been awakened by the ROTC cadets marching early every morning. Imagine his great surprise to learn that the college didn't even have an ROTC program. He later learned that the old parade ground ran right in front of the former commandant's house where he was staying. Gorgas Hall, the former Fort Hospital, has had its share of ghostly visitors as well. Numerous people have reported sighting a lady dressed from head to toe in solid white in the style of nursing uniforms a hundred years ago. She walks into locked offices and sits behind desks. No one has been able to engage her in any conversation thus far. Several janitors have sighted a woman dressed in black mourning attire. She asks for directions to the hospital and inquires about the condition of her son. Several janitors have seen the same woman and sometimes the incidents have taken place several years apart. Some of the janitors who saw the lady and didn't realize that Gorgas Hall had been a hospital during the old fort days directed her to the hospital across town. Only later did they realize that they had encountered a ghost. Then there's the puppy story. A little stray puppy that has been sighted by many people over the years. He will follow a group of friendly people as they walk from class to class. When they stop and sit down, the puppy literally disappears. Administrators point out that the walkway which spans the length of the campus connecting all of the buildings 
is at almost the exact same location as a similar dirt road that ran the path of the old Fort Brown. The similarity was discovered after comparing old pictures of the fort and modern photographs to college. No doubt the friendly pup is just trying to find his way home. to take 